This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. Congrats to everybody who's listening. That means you've made it through the last Mercury retrograde. Well done, everyone. Yay. (laughs) It was a fucking doozy. I'm usually the person over here who everybody hates who's like, Mercury retrograde's so fine. (laughs) And then I got a bitch slap of truth. I don't feel like anything really happened to me. So I'm like, well, thanks for taking one for the team, Leah. <laughs> it's usually so delightful to me. I'm like, who am I going to run into from my bath? Yeah. Um, but instead, that happened for our dog, Ace. Yes, the little schnookums. His mom showed up. I love that he had the most Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde ever. She stayed with us for 10 days. Yes, and they were delightful and they adored each other. Her baby had someone to play with. It was pretty fucking sweet. I get why people do these whole play date things, dogs, (laughs) children, whatever. It was great. And just a reminder to everyone, use it or lose it is like a real fucking thing. I don't actually often answer phone calls or make phone calls. And my phone just went ahead and quit giving me the option. Yeah, it was like, well, it seems like you don't want this. (laughs) What's so ironic, though, is that Leah gets annoyed when I get in the car. And I'm like, so the first thing I'm going to do is call someone. Like, I call people (laughs) constantly in the car. That's actually my favorite place to call people. It's a source of contention between us. That's the only place Leah can call and talk to people is in her phone in the car. Yeah, so annoying. So I've turned into Amber, and don't worry, I hate it still this way. (laughs) Um, Let's see. You haven't heard from us in a couple of weeks, but, you know, there's a lot going on. I know. Mercury retrograde. Didn't we just talk about this? And then Leah got sick, and it was a whole thing. Yeah. You know. I didn't get the coronavirus. Thank goodness. I don't think. I don't think you did either. (laughs) But we are quarantining ourselves, you know, just to be on the safe side. I tell you what, we've been quarantined for like five months. Yeah, I know. We are preparing. <laughs> I was preparing to not leave my house all winter already. So this just works out really well for I me. I think that was the problem. I uh, went to Costco and two days later I had a head cold. Don't go to Costco. Is that is the legit <laughs> moral of the story. We did have a couple of visitors, though. During that time, we, we had, had some students pop up to Alaska. Hey, Megan and Megan. Blessings <laughs> on blessings. It's been such a fucking wild ride, this podcast. I know. So much fun. Um, two of our listeners slash students came up to Alaska and then very generously included us in their time up here. Yeah. It was so fun getting to meet each of them. And then uh, one of the Megans found out that we love playing board games and we'd never played Codename before. So she went in. She wasn't having it. And gifted it to us. She yes. had it sent directly to our house. <laughs> so that was two Megans and things come in three. So I'm like, if you're a Megan and you're one of our students, we're waiting for you. <laughs> come up right now. We're ready to get started on different names too. This has been <laughs> right, so yeah. delightful. We'll finish up Megans and then we'll move on to something else. Yeah. Um... So I'm also here to plead my case um, against the people who attacked me over the Aquarian episode, oh, i.e. people who attacked you? Yeah, i.e. my aunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think she was mostly concerned about our guest. She was concerned about our guest. Um, and then she called me and said, you're supposed to be nicer and you're not changing. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 
First of all, for anyone who is concerned about Monroe's well-being after the show, she is one of our very good friends. Um, And when I called her to say that I was getting in trouble for attacking her, her first response was, when did you attack me? So (laughs) (laughs) I tried explaining to my aunt, this is exactly what I was talking about. You're thinking they have emotions. They don't have emotions. And when I said that to our Aquarian friend, Jess, she was like, it's not that we don't have emotions. We just don't care about your emotions. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. All right. Yeah. No less painful. Yeah. (laughs) Most Aquarians did like the show, though. They did find it hilariously funny and are sending it to their relatives so that people have a better concept of, like, who they are as a person. It's so funny to me that they would do that because I'm like, I would definitely sit on that. I wouldn't be sharing it. I'd be like, yikes, that it close to home. I did have some people reach out later, though, and be like, well, I do know one Aquarian who told one of my sisters she's a hater and then, like, shut it off and didn't finish listening to it. I was like, well, whatever. You probably weren't one of our students in the first place. Second of all. <laughs> mature, Amber. Yeah, Super I know. Super mature. I, I left you first. What do you think about <laughs> that person? Um And then I did have some people reach out who felt really validated who are water signs. And they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like, this hit home. You're not alone. I was like, thank you. I knew I wasn't the only water sign out here suffering. I know. Fuck you, Scorpios, though. (laughs) Still have no sympathy at all. Y'all out there with your own load of fuckery. So God bless every Aquarius who's made an impact. (laughs) Leah's pain Aquarians just a fuck <laughs> right. with scorpions. Scorpios. So rude. So rude. So They're very industrial. They would be about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they would. They're like, well, who do you want me to start shooting things right. with? Okay. Is this are you really like the crux of my stress then? Is this what you're about to admit to me in front of everyone, God and all of our students? No. Okay. If only I was that much of a mastermind and had that much cash. <laughs> to be paying these Aquarian. <laughs> Bitches. Yeah. Um, Okay. So with that, let's go make some new enemies. Woo. I don't think we're going to. Oh, I say that except for (laughs) I love Pisces. (laughs) I cannot be held responsible for whatever Amber says. I do not hate Pisces. How very fucking big of you. Yes. I know. So that's why I'm. Okay. So maybe I'll make new enemies. Yeah. I think that's what we knew. Okay. Uh, Scorpio rules hate. So. They do rule hate. You guys keep that in mind about your Scorpios. If you really hate them, just think, you know, they're doing their job. They're really bringing that energy into the universe. I know. Is that like an elevated form of Scorpio if they're just like creating hate everywhere they go? Um, you know, I don't know if it's the elevated form, but it's definitely effective. <laughs> I feel like the counteraction to that is our Pisces. They're awfully damn sweet most of the time. I love them. Yeah. So, like always, start pulling up the Pisces in your life, or perhaps you're a Pisces. Happy fucking birthday. Happy fucking birthday. Traditional dates for Pisces are February 19th through March 20th. And the energy is that feminine water sign. They are mutable, so again, changeable. <coughs> Serial killer. Adaptable, flexible, uh-huh. ever-changing. Ever-changing, able to adapt to their circumstances. Whatever those circumstances, you, whatever you need them to be, they'll be it, <laughs> at least for the moment. Uh, they're traditionally ruled by Jupiter, 
um, in more ancient astrology. Their more modern ruler is Neptune. So with Jupiter, it's also the ruler of Sagittarius. So again, it brings good luck and blessings, but it's a little bit more like helping Pisces see opportunities um, and to have good luck delving into the mysteries of the world, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Anytime you mix that Jupiter energy with Piscean energy, it explodes into just like pure magic. Yeah. And so that Neptune energy, though, is like that fogginess slash deception. Um, It can be psychic energy, your imagination, your spirituality, and unconditional love, as Leah always likes to point out. I do like to point that out. It is unconditional divine love at its highest, most exalted form. Um, The symbol of Pisces is the fish. It's that double fish that you'll see. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about the fish and Jesus Mm -hmm. and it makes me laugh every time I see that meme that tends to pop up around Capricorn season and it says something like, um, if anybody believes that Jesus was really born during December 25th, like they're so wrong yeah. because a Capricorn would never sacrifice themselves. <laughs> and Just a little astrology humor for you. <laughs> Probably very accurate. I think mm-hmm. most astrologers don't believe that Jesus Christ as an ascended master was a Capricorn. Yeah. That he was. You don't have that CEO big business energy. <laughs> In Jesus Christ, as a general rule. No, we think of him as, you know, divine love and willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, whether or not you believe in him as, like, a traditional Christian God. If you just see him as more of an ascended master, he was all about, like, Reiki, basically, because he would yeah. touch people and heal right. them. Mm-hmm. And Healing he touch. hung out with Did miracles. poor. And he hung out with sex workers and all very Piscean energy. Totally. <laughs> He's loved to be around. They Love that dark underworld. And for God's sakes, literally, he turned water into wine, y'all. Like it just doesn't get more Pisces than this. It's Pisces. (laughs) Uh, Pisces would be like, why? There's not enough liquor here. (laughs) Spirituality. And then Oftentimes, Christians who were in hiding would use the fish as a symbol to other fellow Christians to Mm -hmm. say, like, well, here we are. So the whole fucking thing is just Jesus was a Pisces. He's an ascended master or a prophet. However you think about it, maybe he's your God. Like, cool. Whatever. I apologize that I just said fuck like 16 times to describe (laughs) your God. (laughs) My bad. Also, I think Jesus would be cool with it. I think he would be cool with it too. The man hung out with sex workers. I know. He wanted to drink. He wanted to hang out with the poor on the streets where there was just like, you know, we don't got to go to a job. You know, <laughs> the Pisces. Are my people. Right. The Pisces, so Pisces are kind of lazy. I'm not really concerned about traditional work. Exactly. Either. Exactly. So they're just kind of like, meh. No big deal. We don't have anywhere to go. Just hang out and chat. Let's talk about the mysteries of the universe and the world and who's Healing your God. And yeah. And let me heal you. Who doesn't want this energy? Uh, for real. It's just a lot of Pisces get lost in the fogginess and deception and and the sex and, and the drug the addiction. Yeah. <laughs> and the never going to work. Right. And so it's like go a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. Look at as an ascended master, he was still able to do all of that shit. He did all the same things. He just Wildly took it impressive. a little step further. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Goals. Hashtag Piscean goals. <laughs> right. Pisces rules the 12th house. And so with that, it's everything that's hidden. And so when you think about institutions that give some sort of limitation, 
It's like your prisons, your asylums, your monasteries, rehab centers. It's things that are not in the public view. So some of that might be you are there against your will. And some of it is that our Pisces often find themselves working in those areas. Mm -hmm. And it's also things that are in your are in your mind that are more like your subconscious and your dreams. Yeah, I love one of the descriptions we read, which was the unseen without form. And I feel like that very succinctly kind of describes what it is because it's secrets, it's your subconscious, it's your dreams, it's psychic energy, mm-hmm. it's um, sometimes fear. Mm-hmm. Because again, when we think of Piscean energy, be gentle with them. They're often our hypochondriacs. Um, the other thing that you might find there, depending on the planets, would be secret enemies and secret lovers. So mm-hmm. hidden affairs will be shown in that. Oh, yeah. Place. If your solar return shows like a Venus in the 12th house, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have a secret lover. So if you don't want that, you better be watching it because it's about to happen. I've got Venus in the 12th this year. Juicy. Mm. Um, so when we were kind of doing our last minute tightening up the show notes, I just wanted to say that, y'all. <laughs> It makes us sound very I official. Know. She's like, for- I was like, wow, <laughs> show notes. Yes. We're we have- such a shit show. We have show notes. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's also the dark before the dawn. So I that just made so much sense to me when we think about it as the house that leads us into the first house, which is ruled by Aries. And that's such fire, awakening, youthful energy. Mm-hmm. Whereas that 12th house is kind of closing out the Zodiac and it's saying, okay, like time to reflect, time to look back on things. And it's just dark and sometimes it's filled with sorrow. And so again, I want to kind of just stick up for our little Piscean friends and say, sometimes they can't go out. Leave them alone. <laughs> sometimes they're overwhelmed right. by this unseen energy mm-hmm. of sadness and sorrow and just overwhelmed. Well, they're the, like the natural empaths of the Zodiac. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just a water sign with very loose boundaries. Exactly. And so then all of the world's emotion is pouring into them and that's a lot to handle. Yeah. And sometimes our Pisces friends process things through dreams because dreams are also ruled by Pisces in the 12th house. Any of that subconscious energy that we see there. So if you've got a lazy Pisces who just laying around sleeping all the time, maybe they're, you know, working on the world's trauma. Doing the big fucking work. Give them a break. And that leads me into the next part, which is Pisces rule the feet in the lymphatic system. So as Amber said, there are empaths. And when we think of that lymphatic system, it's very watery. Mm -hmm. And if it's not constantly moving, it actually causes a lot of damage to the system. Mm -hmm. But it's also a conduit when we think of water of receiving information. And it's going throughout their whole entire body. Exactly. And I know as someone who's heavy in Pisces and 12th house energy, when I used to work in the retail sector of the world, I would come home from work and my feet, if I'd had like a really stressful day, would be so swollen. And that's actually a really good gauge for me in life in general, even if I'm not on my feet. Um, My feet are where I hold so much of my um, sadness. Mm -hmm. If I'm sad, my feet are always very swollen. You know, I just want to go back really briefly to what you were saying about like the 12th house moving into the first house. So the first house we haven't gotten to yet, but that's how people know you mm-hmm. and what people notice first about you. And it's often your physical body and your conscious self. And then 
that 12th house is the stuff that you don't tell other people. And you might not even know about yourself. Right. Which is what makes astrology so beautiful. If you sit down with a trained astrologer, sometimes they can help you uncover things that have been really major hurdles for you in your life because mm-hmm. you just were completely incapable of seeing them. Mm-hmm. It brings a lot of fogginess Mm -hmm. and a lot of deception, and that includes self-deception. Exactly. It's not intentional deception because it's just the fog. If you were looking through fog, it's not like anybody's fault. You don't have a clear view of what's happening. And when people are scared to go into their shadow selves, like Mm -hmm. that's often where your healing is. Mm -hmm. But people don't want to go there because it's dark and it's scary. And it's like the room like down in the basement, down some old rickety stairs. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm not going down there. Mm -hmm. But then that's where all of these treasures lie. We have to, you know, get to it. And it's also the stuff that you're not going to lead with when you first meet someone. You're not going to be like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Here's all of my like childhood trauma. (laughs) Step into my closet. Right. Exactly. Skeletons in the closet. Those are what hang out in the 12th house. Yeah. And this is why, again, synastry and composite charts, so fucking valuable because there may be things within your relationships that have always been frustrations, but you just can't figure out why. Mm -hmm. And you look at that 12th house and it's like, oh, well, real fucking simple. Yeah. Here's some tips. Yeah. And if someone's son is in your 12th house, it's like, well, yeah, that person's not going to be a part of your like everyday world like they literally can't they're hidden away in some some place out front outside of your normal everyday existence Mm -hmm. so one of the things that we used to say about pisces is when leah was like first learning about pisces and she was a really good guesser you would like always fuck up the pisces always like you had a hard time yeah like (laughs) nailing them down and we would both kind of say, well, Pisces, they're the last sign of the Zodiac. And so all the traits that didn't fit into everything else just kind of get dumped into Pisces. But now um, it's not so much that they're like this hodgepodge. I'm like, oh, no, it's all that everything's math. And mm-hmm. so Pisces are often described as these like dreamers, like the Luna Lovegood of Harry Potter, where it's like they've got these weird, fanciful ideas and their heads are in the clouds, but they're also the scientists. Mm-hmm. And so when Pisces only hear about the dreamy side, they're like, that's not me. And they get like really hard nosed mm-hmm. about it. And they're like, I like facts. And I'm like, oh, because it's actually the scientists mm-hmm. of the Zodiac. And it's less the science of Aquarius, which is kind of like this crazy erratic energy with like these flashes kind of like mm-hmm. come into their mind. But with the Pisces, they're kind of doing this deep delving into the mysteries of the world. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at math, we're like, oh, math is the basis of everything. But that math can be translated into music. And then music has frequency and octaves, which is just math in a pattern. And so then you have Math leads to music and music leads to art and it can be Mm -hmm. translated back and forth between all of these different ways. And we aren't talking about sacred geometry here, but if you look at like the flower of life, it's like this is this basic design that's said to hold the design of the universe and it can be found in minerals and in sound and Mm -hmm. in a flower. And so it's like, oh, how is this all translating back and forth and back and forth and all around. Yeah, I delve into that actually from a different angle in one of my loves. So I totally agree with that. And I think that what Pisces have done, what you're really describing is 
Um, the divine doesn't really speak in language the way that we as humans do. Mm -hmm. And so I think what Pisces have done is started to kind of crack that code. And I think that God speaks in math Mm -hmm. and they're, they're kind of doing that groundwork. Totally. And, you know, when we go back to that flower of life idea, it's also seen as this deeply spiritual symbol. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that idea of the more you delve into science, the more you see it's too perfect to not be organized mm-hmm. by some higher power. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, what is this perfection? Oh, through science, we're like finding God. Totally. And this is why, again, it makes such sense to me that the Virgos and Pisces are combined. I do. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think Virgo is actually ruled by Earth energy, like the planet Earth, not Mercury. Mm -hmm. And I believe that because they are the craftsmen and women of the Zodiac. And so what you're describing is this perfection of we look at honeycombs and we look at Mm -hmm. how everything is actually very specifically designed and mm-hmm. makes so much sense right down to like the rhythms of nature. Right. And then we look at Pisces and they add kind of that beautiful art to it and mm-hmm. the unfolding of what it actually all means. Yeah. And Da Vinci, Leonardo Da Vinci was an Aries, but it's that same idea of like being able to take this thing and turn it into art. And be able to translate it back again, where he was able to take the body Mm -hmm. and look at it scientifically, but then he drew it, and it was art, and it was, like, beautiful. But it's showing the divinity of mundane things, Mm -hmm. where people are like, I hate math. I'm one of those people. Math has always been a struggle for me. And the more that this has become true in my world, the more of an outsider it almost made me feel for a while from God. Where it was like, oh my gosh, like, I really fundamentally believe that this is like the basis of speaking to God. It's what everything is created on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, math, maybe I'll come at it from a brand new angle. It's just making me laugh because Leah used to get so mad about algebra <laughs> when she was younger. This like, was so mad. four years older than me. So, this is when I was listening to my dad and my sister do homework. <laughs> okay, but... I just remember Leah used to get so frustrated because remember, I've known Leah since she was like 12 years old. And so when you were trying to figure out like why, mm-hmm. and it was the like... The letter Y. Yeah. So you're using X to solve for Y. And you used to just get like so mad about even that question. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'd be like in the kitchen making my lunch for school or something, listening to them talk about it. I'd be like, why can't the scientists figure out why? Yes. Leah's like, <laughs> It's like that pillow that was going around on social media. I don't even know what was being sold, but it was like, Dear Algebra, please stop asking us to find your ex. She's not coming back. <laughs> I was like, yes. That makes so much sense. Like, I don't know what it means. I know. My dad commented on that post and he was like, and we don't know why with the letter Y. Yes. And my niece, I think, is the one who maybe sent it to you. Yeah. Because we were helping her with algebra and Leah was like, oh, I, I got you. Like, I I got, I know what you're going through. I enjoy geometry so much. So algebra was such a, like, disappointment in high school. Oh, well, I feel like then you... Would love sacred geometry. 
I do. I think right. sacred geometry is awesome. Right. So then, you know, you've got your math that way. Yeah. Like, I don't need to know all this algebra shit. I don't shit. need to know why <laughs> X and Y can't figure their shit out. <laughs> like, God damn it. It's not up to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, get some counseling. Stop bothering the rest of us with your problems. <laughs> okay. So are you ready to move into our dislikes? Always. Oh, okay. Hit it. Okay. So... My first dislike is an unevolved Pisces who has been conditioned to believe that all emotions except anger or rage are weak or embarrassing. Particularly when we look at masculine energy that's been told, don't cry, don't have any emotion other than just rage. Mm -hmm. And it actually just fuels aggression. Yeah. Western society as a whole does not really value this soft energy that Pisces men have in particular. Or feminine energy. Oh, yeah. Or feminine energy in general. Yeah. So I think sometimes when we are, when we align ourselves with a particular gender Mm -hmm. and then we're heavy in a sign that is the opposite energy of that gender, I think sometimes it is really difficult. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super fucking cool, though, because it's a reminder of combining that Shakti and Shiva energy and remembering that we're all masculine and feminine at once. Yeah. And leaning in into how do I embrace both aspects at once? Mm-hmm. But in our Western culture, we do not encourage that. We're apparently horrified by it. <laughs> yeah, we hate that right? shit. We're like, ew, use a different bathroom. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, totally. why is this a thing? This is weird. Right? Um, I have that as my second thing because I wrote down serial killers as one of my things. But it's a good thing to hate. I think that's fair. Like right. I'm not big on hate, but I feel like we can agree. I know as, a, as like, a world, we're not a fan. But yeah. I did write it down in kind of that same idea that they're these sacrificial people pleasers. Oh my gosh, that's my second. Oh, okay. So my point was here they are. They're these people pleasers, mm-hmm. and they put so many people's needs above their own. Yes. And they're always stuffing down what it is that they want. And so that leads to resentment. That leads to gallbladder and liver problems. And yeah. like that leads to just a lot of Unresolved anger rage. that's going to bubble up somewhere. It's got to come out. Well, and- I don't even know. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't know that it does come out. I think that is sometimes why we have hypochondriacs who are Pisces mm-hmm. is they stuff it into their bodies and then they annoy the fuck out of everyone who's like, you're fine. You don't <laughs> have this IEMS, Leah, or HIV or fill in the blank. Yeah. I've had it all. I've had a lot of these <laughs> conversations with Leah. <laughs> um, but part of that is a manifestation of they've stuffed down fucking rage right. and it may not boil out in a way that we are accustomed to like screaming at someone right it might manifest in weird symptoms throughout the body so they've got these weird symptoms or they turn into serial killers um <laughs> that is a but weird symptom. it is it is it's just <laughs> taking their rage out in some different way and they're this mutable energy so they already are prone to hiding their true selves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so now you've hidden away what your real desires are mm-hmm. you've put someone else above yourself which if you listen to our self-care episode that's never Worst what you plan. should be doing and you can't be expecting other people to fill your cup like you've yeah. got to fill your cup and then like we can both enjoy each other's full cups. But if you're just waiting for someone else and then getting resentful because they're not always filling your cup for you or you're like, I keep emptying my cup for you. And everyone's like, but nobody asked you to empty your cup for Mm -hmm. us. Which reminds me of the, my crazy ex-girlfriend 
there's one of the characters, Paula, and she sings a song that's like, after all the things I've done for you that you didn't ask for. And so she like <laughs> gets really mad because she's done all of these things for the main character. And she's like, but I didn't ask you to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. And so Pisces, it's like, come on, like, stop being mad at other people when you need to delve more into you. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the sad part of it all is that you're talking about filling the cup and Pisces are innately connected to the divine in such a more tight fashion than the rest of the Zodiac. And so it's like, just open up a little bit and the divine will fill your cup real quickly. Yes. (laughs) Instead of like dealing with these humans who are fallible. Right. And so they end up having this weird deception, but I don't think in their mind they're deceiving someone. No, no. Themselves. Yeah. They're deceiving themselves. And so they're like, oh, it's okay because I didn't want that. And it's like, but you really did want that. Mm -hmm. So... You need to be the one to stand up for that. Like, I can't interpret your silence and know what that was, what that means or, like, what you really wanted. Yeah. So that was my number two was kind of what you're saying, that martyrdom, which is fucking boring and tedious. Yeah. Just the older I get, the less time I have for this. I'm like, you got to advocate for yourself. And if you can't advocate for yourself, I will try to be the person who can at least see, like, we need to have a discussion. But if you can't have that discussion, then, like, I really don't know what to tell you other than revisit this or maybe we're not meant to be in each other's lives right now. Like, this path isn't working. Yeah. Um. But same thing. Pisces often sacrifice themselves, their desires, their dreams. They dedicate their lives to people who don't appreciate it, which yeah. is hard to witness. Yeah. Another reason that Pisces and Virgos end up together. Totally. Virgos sometimes often, are They are often together. Yes. yes. Doing fuck shit together. Yes. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't know who to warn or like, I don't know. When I have Pisces and Virgos, they're like, we're getting married. What do you want to say about us? I'm always like, ah, Best of luck. Ah, don't look at me. You can read my face. <laughs> Best of luck is what I say. Um, so I have to think it's because they don't have boundaries. And I think that that actually boils down to a few issues, particular to Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, one, this one is universal, a fear of abandonment. Yeah. And so they'll people please the shit out of everyone just because they're scared you're going to leave them. Yeah. Um, a lack of self-worth, which is just devastating to witness. Mm-hmm. And a fear of conflict and aggression that is literally so severe that they will go to extreme lengths to cool situations down. And all of this really does manifest in, watch for these two behaviors, people-pleasing and extreme sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And also, don't be an asshole. Don't be okay with someone giving these sacrifices to you that you know aren't healthy. Don't receive that. Right. Don't be a dick. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. You gave it up for me again. Right. Stop it. I'm like, you're part of the unhealthy equation, too. Totally. Totally. Um, And then sometimes with uh, it goes back to the rage thing, I think, because I've worked on some people before who were Pisces. And my vision of a Pisces as a general rule is the puddle on the floor that get walked. Yeah. That gets walked through. But some Pisces have made themselves so tight that they don't leave any room for the divine. Oh, I think a lot of Pisces. Right. So I'm like, you've made it so, you've bottled up all of these emotions. You're not going to let anything hurt you ever again Uh because you were wounded. And so instead of feeling those emotions, you're like, I'm going to make everything so tight. And you become numb to emotion. Totally. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What What's else? your number three? Uh, well, I didn't do my number one. What's your number one? Well, I kind of feel like a dick after saying my number one now after bringing <laughs> up all of this. Be your feminine, emotional <laughs> self. <laughs> so I might be one of the reasons that they have mm-hmm. trouble being this is there. Like a cancer episode <laughs> all the fuck over again. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. So... This is probably more appropriate for a Friday fuckery episode. Oh, Lord. So I'm just going to... We're getting a call from Aunt Lisa. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to delve into it a little bit here, but how do I say it? I'm more of like a masculine, energied person. Uh-huh. I'm often described that way. As aggressive, yes. As aggressive, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've been called that more than once. I like to say assertive. And uh-huh. so maybe it is that I draw in more passive men. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have balance. You can't have everybody be aggressive. I've often said, don't match me. You can't be with anyone who matches me because then we're just going <laughs> to have an explosion. It's just a battlefield. I know. But at the same time, it's like Pisces men are like coquettish and want me to like pursue them and mm-hmm. seduce them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, so... I want you to seduce me. Which this, I just want to call some major bullshit right now. What? Because that might be true that you want to be seduced, i.e. find a fucking Sag, get over yourself. Not, find a Viking. I think we've all heard me during the Sag episode. I don't think they're going to come talking on my door anytime like, soon. Sag actually listened to that. <laughs> and they're like, ignore that. <laughs> bullshit. Like we have very many Sag listeners. They're all living their best lives, not uh-huh. wasting it on our podcast. Yeah. So... I just think that's funny that you say that because you love a good sub and some of the best subs are Pisces. I know. And so I have this like conflicting thing going on because in my kink life, I love subs. And then in my like active sexual life, I like someone who's more dominant, i.e. I'm a switch. I like to like have both of these energies going on. And so I sincerely hope then that your number one for loves is they are also (laughs) coquettish and will be. Yeah, my feet groveling. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that note right okay. now. Favorite subs. Edit in the moment. Yeah, I'm I'm adding that to my list right now. Okay, yep, yep. That's my that's my new number one. Um so the thing with the Pisces loving is that it tends to be like this soft, nurturing, and I'm like Okay, you're, like, trying to make love to me, and I'm trying to get dick down. Yeah, yeah, that part's true. I will say I dated a Pisces for a very long time, and God bless him. Was he a very kind human being? Right. Also, I didn't believe him for eight years when he would tell me how much he loved my body, which is another thing to know about Pisces. Oh, yeah. They love thicker, bigger bodies. Mm -hmm. And now I look back at that and think, God damn it, what a waste of time for myself to be constantly <laughs> arguing with this man about you don't like my body and he's disgusting like, by me and he's like no I'd like to fuck hence my heart on it's like okay I guess that's true yeah look for a Mars and Pisces if you're a bigger <laughs> <Yeah>. girl <laughs> they I tend to like Mars it and Pisces. <laughs> yeah I love bigger bodies I'm like well that shit's just beautiful right and so I guess this is just my blanket apology to all the Pisces men <laughs> I've ever had sex with. So is your number one dislike you? Is it disliking myself? <laughs> yes. Like, maybe. But listen, uh, this is, let's all hearken back to. Like, oh, I've hearkened. 
I go back there occasionally. It's oh my gosh. It's like these soft, like gentle touches around my face and like yeah. butterfly kisses and like kissing eyelids. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. Tantra, I think now, but <laughs> I don't think we're moment. doing Tantra. I'm like, I just thought we were going to fuck and then you were like going to go home. But that's not what we're doing. You want to live here now in my bed. And this is taking a lot you longer. you have a job. We really but should have discussed this before right. I brought you home to fuck. Yes. I'm like, this is, I just didn't budget this into my life. Like, I just thought we were having a one night stand. That's why, again, they make great subs. I was like, I didn't know we were having you like just lock them up in a cage while you go to work. That is very true. Yeah. This is very true. Okay. So maybe... I don't want to move right into my loves, but I'm like, okay, so maybe the approach I need to take with Pisces is that just that I'm always wearing a strap on and I'll just fuck them how I <laughs> yes! want to fuck. You got to dick them down. Yeah. Okay. I literally, I have so much sweat dripping down my body that I'm like, so I was thinking Friday fuckery was when we would just be naked in this tent. Oh, um, I'm mm. totally down for that. And also Pisces rule nakedness. I know. I'm about so to get like, we should naked just, though. Oh. I'm like... I don't even have a bra on. So excited. Do you want me to help you? I'm covered in sweat. That's my, I that's feel the only like reason. we're in like an actual sweat lodge. We kind of are today. Like it's dripping. I'm really sad that I had tea. <laughs> um I know. And so I want you to be comfortable. So let me <laughs> help you. Okay. Yeah. Right. It may still happen because I've now like, how much do I care if I'm completely naked? You don't care at all. <laughs> I care a lot. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> this is literally like every relationship I've ever had with a Pisces. I know. I'm like... <laughs> Me and your ex are like, are you going to show us your body? Or what are you doing over there with all those clothes on? Exactly. So I just got to assume that you have like 16 dislikes because this is how you roll Uh lately. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So I have one more dislike. Okay. Depending on how many you have, should I wait to tell my (laughs) last dislike? Um, No, no, no. Go ahead. I can can just go on like my own little rant. Oh, fuck for everyone. (laughs) All the signs love that. Okay, so my last dislike is pity party of one. (laughs) They can be so consumed by sadness. And I appreciate that it's like they're holding the collective sadness of the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry about that. I truly am sorry. Also, remember that I have a moon in Pisces because... I remember, and I get irritated every time the moon slides into Pisces and everyone around me acts like the worst thing ever is happening to no, them. they're and all I'm like, like, I'm sad. Yes. And like, I'm sad all the time. I'm like, fuck up. <laughs> this is our lives out here, these moon and Pisces people. It's like one long Lana Del Rey song. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh my gosh, I would, whoa. Yes. No wonder you guys are drawn to suicide. Yes. Like, please make it stop. She's fine for a song or two, but I can't take it just unending. It's bleak out here. So I have no patience for people who are like, oh my gosh, the moon isn't bi-. Fuck off. Yeah. Anyhow, so process the grief. Process the sorrow. Because for the yeah. rest of us, it's really hard to be around. I know, because I'm around myself. It's yeah. really hard to be around. And then sometimes what happens is that this pity party turns into this, like, never-ending bash that no one wants to attend because mm-hmm. they're really under this assumption that, like, they're the only one that bad things happen to. And it's like, no, babe, I promise. That's yeah. not true. It's just that you're feeling the weight of everything that's happening 
according to everyone else because we need to have better boundaries. Right, because you don't have good boundaries. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Have better boundaries. Talk for what you want. It's not going to be that bad. Exactly. We got to have some better boundaries. So pity party of one. Please don't invite me. Thank you. I didn't even have that on my list, but I could have oh, added Lord. it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. I was like, maybe you'll say something that'll take something off my list. But <laughs> nope. Okay. So my third is they like to start shit while not while appearing to not start shit. Yeah. And they like to look innocent, but really they're the like these instigator instigators who are doing stuff in the shadows or like they're bugging someone. So that they react a little yeah. bit like an Aquarius. We have a Pisces friend who will start shit with people's animals. And I'll just be sitting there like watching. And, and small then- children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then she'll act like so attacked when they finally react. And I'm like, no. But you've been doing it the whole time. That's out of control behavior. Yeah. And also, I know that's not like textbook Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> also, they'll do that. But like, there's got to be a word for that. Annoying, <laughs> fucked up. I'll, I'll have it on my dislikes. <laughs> so that's annoying. Um, the other thing is like they've got this weird delusion often. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if it's that Jupiter energy that's much like the Sag, where it's like, what's well, well, oh, well, expanding? You've got this. You got the silver lining, and it's like you got some big ideas in that pretty little head of yours. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> So, you know, it's like I want to pat them on the head and be like, we're Sometimes just it does so happen, happy though. you're here. It's like the art of manifestation. <laughs> yeah. They have so much emotion totally. and belief. So sometimes it does work. And sometimes that really pisses everyone off around them. Right. Especially if you're just trying to make concrete plans. And their oh, plan is, they're like, it's going to work out. And I'm like, no, what are we doing on Saturday so that I can pack accordingly? And they're like, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, that's not an answer. That's rich because that's also how you live your life. I know. And don't we find things annoying in other people that we do? (laughs) Yes. I need to know how to pack at the very last second when you're waiting for me. I can't be going with these airy-fairy ideas. I need to know what I should have packed an hour ago. Exactly. Yes. Um, Should I go on? Well, I guess. Okay. Eventually, we'll just be done. (laughs) Just trailing off. Eventually, we'll be done. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So this is more just like a shout out of like, sorry to the people who've had a Pisces in their life and they're like, just get a job or like, can you yeah. do so anything? So where's your to Pisces? Because I know I'm heavy in it. So where's yours? Are you talking about because right now in our lives? <laughs> yeah. I do have a job. I do energy work and astrology. That's Feel free true. to contact me. <laughs> Any of my students. Um, no, but it's like, so where's the contribution that you're really doing? Because they do this sacrificial thing. Yeah. But then I don't know if it's like the resentment that they sacrificed and so they're not going to do anything. I think a lot of times that's what it is, is a resentment of I've done all this without any recognition, which sucks because 12th house is literally no recognition. recognition. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But the nice thing is if you're married to a Pisces, whether that Pisces or, you know, connected with them is a male or a female, think of yourself as the breadwinner. Like you're the one that's going to 
have more of that structured job probably because the Pisces needs to be able to sleep and dream and live this it's weird, free though, flow sometimes, life. Sometimes Pisces are the breadwinners because when we look at math and sciences, those fields make a shit ton of money. And so sometimes totally. they are the breadwinners and sometimes it'll be fucking annoying because it's like, you fucker, you stayed home. You didn't even do the dishes while I was at work. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you landed like a big grant for like a million dollars to make <laughs> art for the museum. Or, right. Like, the city hall. Yeah. That's so pricey. Right. So that was more of my sorry for everyone who's having to deal with them. If you have one, <laughs> it can be annoying. And then tailing with that is it's the drinking and the drugs where it's like, you know, I'm fine with some social drinking. I just don't want to just constantly be with you when you're like lost in this like haze of drug world. And that's usually people who are a little not as ascended. Pisces. Yeah. They're kind of lost in the fog. Or they have a lot of trauma that they just don't know how to unpack. And the easiest thing to do is to numb yourself with booze and drugs. Totally, totally true. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't need to party every night. Like, I'm 41 years old, but I've been thinking this for much longer <laughs> than that. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be doing this. I'm not that heavy of a, a drinking drug user. Yeah. So it's just not my cup of tea to, like, hang out with. I think the other thing that can happen is because they are our artists will see like a lot of drinking and drug use with like our musicians Mm -hmm. because if they're not evolved they do kind of tap into other worlds through booze and drugs Mm -hmm. and so that's how they're bringing their art into the world and it's not really healthy but they are rewarded for it yes all right do you want to move that was the end of my my tirade I thought that was pretty short compared. I mean, we all listen to Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah. That was succinct, one might say. (laughs) Right. I'm like, whoo, wrap that up nice and sweet. I I don't think anyone thought that was sweet. (laughs) All right, move on to your likes. (laughs) So my loves, um, this was kind of the tail end to what you were talking about in the beginning of the episode. I love the different ways that Pisces communicate, whether it's through music, lyrics, poetry, painting, math, or science. And if you have a Pisces in your life and you're like, they're not emotional, um, they are. You're just not understanding how they're communicating with you because mm-hmm. it is through those different forms that your Pisces is communicating their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons it can feel really lonely to be a Pisces. And I think it's a reason that they actually often feel seen by animals yeah they often have a deep connection with animals in general it's that non-verbal communication uh-huh. they're just like able it's empathic to, yeah they're like we understand each other and so pisces will often have a pet that's like their pet yeah or mm. you'll see them working with like horses even a lot like mm-hmm. um my first one before my new first one <laughs> my original first one was that um That same kind of idea, which is this multifaceted approach to problem solving with unusual thinking. Mm -hmm. And so it's that idea of you can't solve like the problems with the same thinking that got you their idea. Yeah. Because they have this broad intuitive knowledge and they can flip back and forth, like I was saying, between all these different modalities and like what you were just saying of, uh, science and music and poetry and so their mind has this fluidity to it and like Einstein was a Pisces like he was able to see things that people couldn't conceptualize and then he proved it so Mm. it's that idea where they've got these ideas that are just that are going to take us 
to a whole new plane of understanding how the whole universe works potentially. Mm-hmm. And that's why we say when we look at the Zodiac, each sign leads into the next one. So we have these Aquarians who are super progressive and then we slide into Pisces mm-hmm. and they're not only progressive, they're in another fucking world, which mm-hmm. is my second love, mm-hmm. which is their connection to all the other worlds. Pisces can seem super distracted and dreamy and airy. The Luna love goods, as you've said, it can be very frustrating to people who are very linear thinking. Yeah. Especially when we're looking at means to success. A Pisces road or path to success is so frustrating for like the Aries and the Virgos and the Capricorns of the world who are like, but get a job. Right. So this save money. (laughs) Right. And so this is the idea when we were talking earlier about Ayurveda, when you have your pittas who are trying to talk Mm -hmm. to your vatas. So the pittas are like, do it this way. Just do this. Follow the rules. And then the vatas are like... So rules, I'm going to go do something else. And then somehow they still like stumble into brilliance brilliance, (laughs) and success and like uncovering mysteries of the world. And you're like, what the fuck? It reminds me a lot of people who I find particularly obnoxious who want you to speak like English. And it's so silly because it's like, that's so cute because you can only speak English. And Mm -hmm. so you want people to match you where you are. Right. But Pisces, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can speak your language. We get that. But we also are actually receiving so much information in other their forms yeah. that that slows us down a little bit or we can't focus on what you're doing as yeah. this route to success because we're receiving information from the divine, from angels, from fairies, from gnomes, from other people sitting around us empathically. They're constantly bombarded by other people's yeah. feelings or thoughts. And so that's why it can be really hard for a Pisces to meet you out at a bar or go to work consistently yeah. or go to a mall. Mm-hmm. Like They are constantly receiving receiving downloads of information Mm -hmm. and you know they may not be aware of it so if you're a Pisces who's like I always feel drained when I go to the mall or anything church whatever oh yeah yeah they're often the introverts totally realize that you are receiving information and sink into that a little bit and create Mm -hmm. those boundaries and space to receive this information yeah and then you can choose when you want to shut the door on that too so that you can lead a life that doesn't feel so overwhelming well it allows you when you are being a problem solver that you know that you're receiving all this information and so try again to create a boundary around mm-hmm. it that allows you to be like okay I now want to receive information about this and be specific and see what happens yeah. you could have like really magical things start like popping into your head mm-hmm. and it's like no you've got this superpower that you don't even know how to use yeah. and so it's just draining you and draining everyone around you when really you're magnificent. Oh, my gosh. Like, you literally are sitting in magic. You're mm-hmm. steeped in it. That's the beauty of it. Well, that's my second thing is at their base, they're woo-woo. Uh-huh. It's like Pisces come into the world at woo-woo, and if they aren't woo-woo, it's because somebody beat that out of them mm-hmm. <laughs> because your Pisces are the children that are going to believe in the fairies and, like, want to go out and, like, play with flowers and listen to the wind. And so... When someone isn't woo-woo anymore, I just want to be like, no, like, who hurt you, <laughs> you <laughs> yes. know, idea of like, no, let's bring that that part of you back. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to make you feel whole again. Yeah. 
It's like my favorite children's book was Ferdinand. And I often think about him because he's this sweet little bull that doesn't want to fight. He just wanted to sit in the field under trees and smell pretty flowers. Right. And that's kind of that Piscean energy of you don't have to be fighting. Yeah. You can walk through this world in any way that you see fit. Just have some boundaries. Yeah. And tell all those other people who are being assholes to you to fuck off. (laughs) Cut them out of your life. Fuck off, you caustic people yes yeah um with that woo woo they're also as you've already mentioned these musicians and so often when you meet people who can like just pick up an instrument and play they have strong piscean energy Mm -hmm. in their chart and like they're able to just be gifted with song somehow yeah was kurt cobain a pisces because gosh he feels like a pisces but it's that energy of he was just kind of a conduit and Mm -hmm. i think it I I don't know. There's so much conspiracy around his death, but gosh, was it heavy for him. And I think he's a classic example of what it looks like to be a Pisces in a really capitalistic world. Yeah. Um, So going with that whole fantasy idea, too, is I do have under my likes this fandom fun that they often bring. Oh, my gosh. It's like the cosplay, the ideas of melding into these fantasy worlds that the Pisces love to do and I love to go on those journeys with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it just feels like this is what is actually aligned with their lives. And so mm-hmm. I think for a lot of us, it's fantasy and for a lot of them, it's like, no, but like, this is what life really feels like. Yeah. Like, Harry Potter makes sense. Sailor Moon makes sense. Whatever other things I just don't know about actually makes sense. Yeah. Whereas a Capricorn or someone really earthy is going to be like, that's silly and it's a fun frivolous pastime yeah but for a pisces it might be the only way that they're getting some of that woo woo experience Mm -hmm. that is really helpful and nurturing for them right especially the people that are more scientifically minded yeah they're like oh i'm these this nerd who's like obsessed with star wars and i'm like but star wars has the light force and the dark force and they're working together and it's the you know the whole everything has the force in it and what are you talking about it's the same thing yep yeah So my third love was their hearts. An evolved Pisces is really just a deep well of compassion and kindness and unconditional love, which is why I'm always out here defending Neptune. Neptune Mm. really is in its highest form, not fogginess. It's fucking divine, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And we are all sacred temples of divine energy. But when a Pisces isn't filling themselves full of poison, like booze and drugs, they become so adept at downloading that divine and collective energy. And that is why prayer and meditation become such valuable grounding pillars for Pisces. Mm -hmm. Totally. So my last love is the um what I wrote down as my notes when you called me out. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, and Pisces are my favorite. Um, yeah, so I do love that energy. I do love men who have that softer, feminine and service. Service oriented energy. So yeah, love that. Okay. Um, so with that, I think we're gonna go to commercial break. We do have our Pisces guest coming up, and her name is April, and we'll be back soon. Our commercial for today is All Life is Yoga, and that is located in Eagle River, Alaska. And really, we're pumping our guest April's restorative yoga class that starts at 1015 on Sundays. 
Yeah, so if you've never tried out restorative yoga, we highly recommend it no matter where you Highly live. recommend it. Uh, go check out a restorative yoga class near you. It's super Piscean in that it's very chill. You're going to be completely supported and you're going to kind of blast off into your mind and go to other places or just fucking relax. It's like forcing you to not move. Mm-hmm. And people think, oh, yoga, I need to be like doing these intense moves and I need to be leaving sweating. And it's like, no, sometimes you're actually bad your will to remain still relax. yeah to relax and to let yourself go so all life is yoga with april on sundays welcome back from that commercial break students we are here with our friend april who is our pisces guest thank you for being with us april Thanks, you guys. (laughs) We're so happy to have you. April, you may not know this, because how the fuck would you, is one of my absolute favorite people to go out on the town with. If I'm not with Amber, I better be with April, because we have a fucking blast. Mm -hmm. It's always memorable. Yes. Or not. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Apparently the Capricorn is no, boring. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we wake up and we're like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> right. That's fair. Sometimes, sometimes you can't remember what you did. Yes. Oh, but it's, like, it's not memorable. I have no memories. <laughs> So, April, I know how you spent your 20s because we were together in many different bars with many different people in many different situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So, having said that, would you say that sleep, booze, or drugs have been your coping mechanism presently or in the past? Uh, yes. Definitely yes. Was that a leading question? (laughs) But, uh, like, for really, like, who is it not a coping mechanism I know. Who the fuck are those people? Like, and I also drink for fun. (laughs) It's like, I'm not always coping. Also, April does keep contacting me after we do, like, through the signs. And she's like, stop saying that the Pisces are drug addicts and alcoholics. You're outing us. Nobody needs to know. Stop right? telling our secrets. Also, I might not have been the first person to Speaking notice. Speaking of secrets. Everybody should know because if you're going to go out, grab your favorite Pisces. I have so many delightful they memories. they have some coping to do. So. <laughs> Isn't that the life of a Pisces? Just emotions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, there's a lot to cope with. Yeah. So. yeah Lots of emotions. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to give... All the Pisces, though, the benefit of the doubt that not only is that Neptunian energy of, like, booze and drugs existent, also... And sleep. And sleep. <laughs> to avoid... They've got lots of ways to cope. Or avoid. Avoid. It's kind mm-hmm. of an avoidant strategy. Um, would you say, though, that as you've kind of matured, you've leaned more into, like, spirituality, uh, yes. And I finally understood what you guys are talking about when you talk about Neptunian en- energy. <clears throat> and you're always like, oh, but you're not. You're actually delusional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> that, that validates me off the bat. Mm-hmm. No, but, um, yes, but I started out with that, um, kind of fire and brimstone, anxiety inducing spirituality (laughs) (laughs) so like a traditional christian like upbringing traditional christian and you'll burn in hell if you you know sin at all Mm -hmm. so when i kind of like shed that skin 
there was a period where I was not okay with spirituality at all. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of went um, like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like you were mm-hmm. okay, like for a lot of us, it, le- yeah. it leaves a bitter taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. no to all of it. Yeah. Um, and but then at the, around the same time, I still had this like anxiety about dying and like the afterlife and everything. You know, it was like just constantly a problem. It was like a period for me that I ended up seeing a therapist and she suggested, you know, she brought up the whole spirituality thing and she was like, some people, you know, find comfort in something happening after death. And she kind of framed it in this way where I was allowed to like pick what I liked um, Ooh, I love so that. I was like, okay, well, I kind of like this and that and just made up my own afterlife story and that kind of made everything better. Yeah. Isn't so. that what like every culture's done? They're like, we're mm-hmm. going to take a little of yeah, this, yeah, we're going to take a little of that. I sure did. I'm like, Buddha, yoga, <laughs> Hindu. Just well, and your therapist, I think is interesting. It's She's a little bit more non-traditional than mm-hmm. what people might think of as a therapist because she was really about what's being held in your body. Yeah. And then having you do specific yoga poses to release some of that. Yes. Yeah, she was which yoga was for mental health, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And still is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it did help me and still does now. Um, I just think when I was given the power to, like, frame it myself – that was when it became something helpful instead of a hindrance. So. And something that kind of empowered you a little bit more, maybe? Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, that's a really awesome thing to make a decision for about yourself, especially after being indoctrinated mm-hmm. um, and, like, held in fear, you know? I think that's so, so fucking beautiful to say. I don't need to be controlled by shame or fear anymore. Mm -hmm. I am a wise human that's had many experiences and lots of knowledge. And so to get to kind of be given the permission to choose what your thoughts on the topic are is incredibly powerful. Yeah, kind of was a turning point in my like spirituality. I still say there's a fair amount of booze and weed. Now, do we talk about, though, about how much she did not believe in astrology or any of the woo-woo when we first started hanging out with April? Uh, How much frustration was there for you when we were like, what's your sign? You're this. This is what Pisces are like. In the grand scheme of things, I don't think it took me that long to come around. (laughs) In the grand scheme of, like, eternity? Sure. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I remember that you you had performed a scientific study. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So we did a study on <clears throat> the roots of plants and how they can detect which direction gravity is coming from. So you turn a plant and its roots will still grow downward no matter which way you turn the plant. Um, and so that got me thinking about how like this plant is responding to gravity in a big way and the tides of the ocean like respond to the gravitational pull of the moon in a big way so then I was thinking well there's probably a lot that we actually don't know (laughs) about a lot of stuff Carl Sagan uh, has a quote absence of evidence is not evidence of absence so that you know became more of my outlook on things like astrology and different religions and the absence of religion. Mm. I think that's 
that's what education does for most people who are that's open-minded. That's why it should be free. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it's, and people who weren't open-minded before become open-minded, mm-hmm. especially when you're forced to take things like philosophy mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Western religion. Like, I would never have taken that class. Especially in the United States of America, which has such puritanical roots, where we, a lot of mm-hmm. us, have been indoctrinated to some extent. And so getting higher education kind of opens us up to that energy of Carl Sagan, who's just like a brilliant fucking human being. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey! Feel free to pop into one of my dreams, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like our Sagittarius guest had mentioned that she was taking, I think, a religious course mm-hmm. and then they said something like, and so that's the theory of Christianity or that's their their stories or something like that. And then she's like, wait, stories? I can't mm-hmm. remember her exact wording. Well, but it was... You guys know I'm really heavy in Sag. <laughs> you are so very heavy in Sag. Uh-huh. So, you didn't know that for a while. Um, you're like a second rate astrologer. <laughs> Shots fucking fired. And this is why I say, don't trust anyone unless you see their fucking birth certificate. This motherfucker gave me the wrong birth type. So for years, I thought she was a Capricorn moon. Like a decade, really? Yeah. yeah. Painful. I'm trying not to be resentful right the fuck I'll now. I'll probably always remember the look on your face. It's like your whole world just kind of like crashing Wish down. Wish you got your correct birth time. Like, I know nothing <laughs> about you yeah. other than no. you're a liar. But with that, and I'm I'm not trying to have a leading questions, although I feel like this is a little leading. With that, I feel like you witnessed Leah guessing people's signs all the time. Because I remember you specifically saying that was something that had like brought you more around to astrology oh. was the accuracy that Leah has at guessing people's signs. Yeah, I saw that a lot when we were out doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's an excellent way, it's y'all. It's a great little bar trick. <laughs> <laughs> excellent way to meet that cutie at the end of the bar. It's really remarkable how many people are actually interested in astrology when she like start <laughs> reading poems They're at interested bars. in themselves. Yes. Yeah. That's really all yeah, it is. Right? It's not interesting at yeah, all. There's a couple people I was surprised at how like, you know entranced they were by their own palm all of a sudden. (laughs) I often describe Pisces as delusional and then they get really mad at me. Um, But um, I still stand by that. (laughs) What is your response to people like me? Well, I tell them the story of the day I graduated from high school and my sister, my little sister Stephanie, gave me a bookmark and written on the bookmark was this quote that said shoot for the moon land on a star and that really resonated with me it was like you can shoot for something really big and recognize that you know you may not get all the way or it may turn out a little differently but if you try at something something cool will happen all right so then i should have more patience for Piscean well, they may not be stories or ideas, plans. Yeah, they recognize that the real world is gonna have like happen. Like they're operating in the real world. Do they? But do it's they? no, it's like fun <laughs> to like throw it all operating out there, in the real though. world. No, okay, so we're not operating in the world, yeah. but we are aware of the real world repercussions around us. Okay. <laughs> well, they're gonna fuck up your moon landing plans. <laughs> No, I feel like a lot of planning and thinking and fantasizing is all about the good energy you put out there, right? I know you guys are all into that stuff. Yeah, certainly. So it's like as soon as you start naysaying, like 
That's what I say to my husband. I'm like, don't you start with that negativity. Or yeah, that's, that's the spy I love Pisces is it is that energy of we have this magnificent dream, which is very Piscean. It's all this dreamy haziness. And if you get too caught up in the details, it does kind of tend to fuck with the plan and the outcome. Mm-hmm. I've told you guys how I want to live in a yurt. Have I mentioned that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not today. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and he thought I was crazy and... You know, then um, met another adult who had lived in a yurt. And I was like, see, like, it's a thing. But then when people start asking me all the details, I'm like, hey, like, what? We'll find a piece of land. We'll buy a yurt. We'll put a yurt on it. Like, what? (laughs) I'm with you. Like, what? Why are you bogging me down with all these questions? We will live in the (laughs) yurt. (laughs) This is (laughs) feeling very, very reminiscent of when we had a big party at our house a while ago and a lot of civil engineers end up being our friends. And so they were here. I don't know why. So I'm over here. I've had a few drinks and I'm telling everybody about this earthship plan that I have. Uh, We're going to all live in earthships. Like, should we start collecting recycled? Also, look up earthships if you've never heard of them. them We're obsessed with them. Obsessed. If the earthship people in New Mexico would like to fly us to New Mexico <laughs> to, to talk do about reviews it. Oh my god. On the earth ships that we want like to do to reviews. also set us up in for a weekend. Yes. We're here for this. I sent a relative who was in prison. He asked me for books and I sent him a book about earth ships. We love <laughs> I them. I, I love don't think he was story. impressed with that, but I was like no, I want you to learn about them so that we can have Earthships yes. later. <laughs> you've got really time. Good at this yes, I was like, you've got time right now. <laughs> learn Research how to this. Make an Earthship. <laughs> Recyclable items. They're great in earthquakes. They conserve heat. You guys, I don't have time to talk about Earthships now because we're talking about Pisces, but kind of the same thing, really. Earthship yeah. that just sounds Pisces. I would do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So yes. I was telling these civil engineers about it, and one of them just like had actual drink coming out of his nose at one point because he was laughing. made out of tires? Yes, yes, they are made out of tires. like, that'll never work. It's too cold. I was like, I don't know. We'll never know because you won't even entertain the idea. So I feel like you with your husband were like, I don't, I don't know. We're never going to land on the Earth ship if we can't even discuss it. So Earth ships, I'm about it. But I have a Pisces moon, so I get a little bit wild too. And so I need that energy to bring me back down to earth sometimes so I can relate to that. I appreciate kind of that wild, crazy haired I feel like that's how you are able to easily pick out other Piscean moons Mm -hmm. as they get on these like big idea things and it's like, how's that going to happen? And there's like all these, (laughs) I'll call them realism people that are sitting around like... Or like pessimists is what I will call them. I don't think of myself as a pessimist, but sometimes when listening to these Piscean ideas, I do. all my ideas are delusional? (laughs) (laughs) And this is our intervention, not an interview. Yeah, we're actually not interviewing you. We're just here to talk about... It just occurred to me. I'm like, wait, that means you think that my ideas are delusional. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why Pisces Pisces tend to get a little angry with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Because I lead with the, you're delusional. Yeah. Yeah. But see, most Pisces don't hear that, so it doesn't fucking matter. But the ones who do are often angry about it. Yeah. That's, but I'll try to be more patient. I'll be like, let's shoot for the moon. They might be totally aware that they're landing on a star. (laughs) 
What? Are they that? weird though that they might not leave Earth? It's a figurative start. No, they'll always leave if you like. There's the effort that goes even the little bit, and even and I don't know. If they smoke like, enough opium, they can leave Earth. What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's a better world to live in than I'm just going to go to work every day. <laughs> I mean, not, not that I'm judging at all. Lee and I are like, so we do readings. <laughs> I'm also taking care of my two year old. So yeah, that's work. But I'm trying to find a way to like I like the part-time, right? Who doesn't? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. I don't know how anyone works I want all full-time. the time to, like, do my felting. Yeah, so I think of all you All my things, as... all my delusions. <laughs> I finally have time for my delusions. <laughs> <laughs> so I love your art. You actually do very sweet things. You'll take your kids out with painting supplies, and you will go paint, like, scenes around town. Um, so Pisces rules art and math and science. What are the different ways that that manifests in your life? I've always loved both art and science equally for as long as I can remember. I remember I had a microscope that I would look at dead dragonfly wings and Mm -hmm. things like that, that I'd find outside. But at the exact same time, I was like drawing these really funny pictures of like big fat cats and jeans and earrings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I always really loved both topics really equally. And when I got to be to the point where I had to decide what to go to school for, it was like seriously 50-50. And I just figured like, well, science will probably make me more money. So and Mm -hmm. art is just something you can do on the side. So science is what, you know, makes me my money and art is what I do on my side. And I'm okay with that, but I haven't had enough, as much time as I'd like to do all the art. Mm -hmm. So trying to balance that still. You know, for a long time, Lee and I described Pisces as the hodgepodge of the horoscope because Mm -hmm. they were at the very end. And so it was like all of these traits that didn't seemingly go together Mm -hmm. kind of ended up in Pisces. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, no, there are so many scientists who that are Piscean who get upset when you talk about the dreaminess of the Pisces and the art of the Pisces. And I'm like, oh, except that math and and music and art can all be translated from one to the other. Yeah, like music and math go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the same type of people that do math well are the same type of people that write music. Mm-hmm. Well, well, there's like they've proven that children who are exposed to learning music at an earlier age actually excel at math. There's, it's just such an yeah. obvious link because when we look yeah. at music itself, it is math. And when we look at the earth, it's it's science and math as well. We look at the mm-hmm. perfection of the way that the earth is built when we look at yeah. shells and honeycombs and flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like a function that you can graph. And it looks mm-hmm. like the way a tree grows. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. Right. Um, so it's like all of these things. Where we're one it's, in the same. Yeah, it's really it seems what it like is. it's a hodgepodge, but it's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, it's the same language, but you're just like speaking it with like a Another different accent. realization I had while going to school that, you know, allowed me to kind of open my mind to things that I didn't understand yet instead of living in a world where I had to have some sort of evidence. 
that Carl Sagan quote again. Mm-hmm. So it was like, wait, if there, if I'm taking a calculus class where I have to like graph some function, but the function, the graph looks like the way that tree outside is growing, mm. like, or it looks like the way sound travels through mm-hmm. space, like, you yeah. Know? So it's just like, there's a lot we don't know. I'm just going to like, well, and I think so. <laughs> I grew up in a very tightly knit Christian community. And I think what happens when you go to college is your mind gets blown and it's opened up in these ways that yeah. hasn't Potential. happened. Yeah. Potentially where you go to school. <laughs> Liberal Don't arts go in to particular. Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially where you go to school, your mind gets blown open. And I think that's what it was for me in particular is. I have this Pisces moon. And so I had this deep spiritual connection to God where I knew that God existed. That was never a question for me. What was often the question was, but why would God be jealous? Because that's weird. Why would God be mm-hmm. vengeful? Because that's weird. Yeah. Why is he making people burn for all eternity <laughs> right. in hell? Because they had some sexual urge. <laughs> that he put in them. Yeah. Because he created us. Oh, but free will. It's just so stupid. <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. <laughs> no sorry. No to any because like listeners out there that are like, no. Me. I, I don't think that They're our listeners are hanging anymore. Our listeners who've hung out this long are questioning at the very least. I think what happened for me, though, in college was... Oh, like my God is so much bigger than that God, that God that I've been taught to believe mm-hmm. in. That's silly. That's laughable because my, my God, God is, is not big. some white man. Right. Like. I don't have a sky daddy who's just up there saying <laughs> yeah. crazy things. Like mm-hmm. my God created this earth potentially and there's evolution and it's just so fucking magnificent and mysterious in ways that I will yeah. never even be able to understand in this incarnation. Nope. And that, like, I believe that we're part of it all. So it's like the, like, God isn't one thing, but it's something that exists inside everybody. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's like the Hinduism Brahmin idea. Like we were saying before, like the empowering feeling of just choosing your own adventure. And that shifts, you know, that evolves too as we learn Mm -hmm. more, as we have more experiences. It does, yeah. I I don't want to be trapped in this mindset of this is what God looks like. Exactly, It's like that's going to shift as well. Yeah, you always have to be open to new ideas as new ideas come Mm -hmm. your way. As you've opened yourself up more to these different ideas, do you feel more intuitive? Do you use your dreams for information for your everyday life? Like Piscean energy does rule intuition and dreams. I definitely feel intuitive. Like I've made a lot of big decisions based on intuition, like mm-hmm. moving to the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. That was like when you were pregnant, like that was such a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. I was watching thinking she's so brave and she's so crazy because this is how much she believes in love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very Piscean. It's that... Yeah, it was just like swept away in the romance of that situation. Also, just it didn't take me like a second to decide what to do. Um, it just... And there were options, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew. And other things that I decide like in a moment... I always feel like are my intuition. So we often see Virgos and Pisces match up together because they're descendants. They're across the zodiac. (laughs) Whoa, she just scoffed at the Virgos. I like Alex. (laughs) 
Virgo interview. Um, But the reason being that it's important for that Virgo and Piscean energy to have each other because what you're saying is I don't overthink it. I go with my gut. I move forward and I don't spend a lot of time rehashing this. Whereas Mm. that Virgo energy is so so easily swept away by thinking that's did so i make the right decision am i spending to too much time exactly that's so beautiful to be able to say i leaned into my intuition this is where it guided me and i let it go mm-hmm. i trust it yep and so far i feel like my general path has been okay that is one of the things about you april that's so interesting to watch is that you really do move in this flow mm-hmm. and so where other people... Sometimes it's a strong current. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like watching you where you're like, well, I need this to happen. And it might be something kind of crazy or like not likely or like whatever. And you're just like, so this is what I need to happen, X, Y, and Z. And then all of those things just happen. But it's often in ways that you are just following your intuition and you're kind of moving along. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like, oh here I have this inner power that Mm -hmm. you're following. And if you aren't being swept away with overthinking it, you just kind of end up finding yourself in these perfect situations. I overthink other things. Like while I'm being swept away by my intuition, I'm like overthinking something like random and inconsequential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's Piscean though too. Mm -hmm. I think that's why y'all drink. That's why I'll smoke Yeah, it takes a certain amount of those substances to quiet that rumination down. Mm -hmm. So For sure. Yep. It is what it is. It's either that or like Paxil. (laughs) (laughs) Paxil, Xanax, something. A lot of restorative yoga. Oh, restorative yoga. Oh, Mm. my gosh. If you're in Anchorage, Alaska, April is my favorite restorative yoga teacher. I have blasted off many times with April. I love going to your restorative yoga classes. They're very chill. Cool. Thanks for the plug. (laughs) I am very good at it. In fact, I kind of felt more validated after the restorative training I did. And the teacher kept having to remind everybody, like, restorative yoga is when you spend 5 to 10 to 15 minutes in one pose with, like, very little talking or interaction from the teacher. And I was like, yes, duh, that's what I do. You're very good about helping people get into position and then just letting them, like, drift off. Yeah, I try to minimize talking as much as I can. It's Mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah, because it's your practice. So Pisces kind of get a bad rap because y'all are like our sappy poets and our artists and our wild retainers. Why is that a bad rap? (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't let you get on the secret then. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you see about Pisces? It's fast. It was like, pull it together. Come back to the real world. Don't let your emotions sweep you off your feet. So, <laughs> having said that, would you say that your emotions are a blessing or a curse? They can be both, but ultimately a blessing. When I learned how to translate my emotional reaction into actual action that they became a blessing before I would like hear something bad in the news for example and like I would always be really affected by school shootings and things like that 
and I would get really upset about it and I would go and like light candles at my little candle altar place where I sit and think about like people who are dying <laughs> and, like say prayers if I need to and then when I joined like an advocacy group for the cause it changed all of that and I became really a powerful person again so mm -hmm. it was like feeling helpless and overwhelmed to I can and I am like changing so the situation mm -hmm. so they're a powerful catalyst to action mm -hmm. if you actually do that so it just <clears throat> took me a while I mean I guess like my emotions before like I'd get feisty and pissed and I'd like hit somebody you know <laughs> so, <laughs> like there was like you know the catalyst to action but it wasn't quite right you mm -hmm. know so mm -hmm. like funneling the emotions correctly is key mm -hmm. so i think that's so fucking beautiful i think when we look at aries as well we see that rage that kind of boils up and it can be funneled like you're saying or channeled into these beautiful manifestations with these incredible mm -hmm. outcomes that kind of burn down to just justice and truth yeah. and, and same with that pisces energy of like i can literally sleep away the day or drink or smoke pot and cry myself to sleep in a bathtub or i can become a musician i have never cried myself to sleep <laughs> Yeah, Hold on. Okay. Hold on, on. The record. On the record. She's not talking about me. Whatever she's talking about. Fair, just, but just general Piscean quality. Fair. Cried myself to sleep in other shameful situations. I'm sure. Not in a bathtub yet. Totally fair, but I think Pisces change the world in such beautiful, seemingly innocuous ways where they are our musicians. And so they write these well, profound that's why they lyrics. Do that because they're channeling their emotions mm -hmm. like a lot of the times like if I'm really mad or upset about something I'll just come home and make some sloppy painting mm -hmm. or whatever and just like get it out of my system mm -hmm. so yeah. and the more hands-on it is or like you know clay or paper mache and things like that mm -hmm. like that is one of the things about Piscean energy I will often describe them as a puddle because without any boundaries, they're just like this emotional mess that's on the ground that they'll just like let anyone walk through and kind of trample on them and use them because they are very service oriented um, and just like be disrespectful of this deep emotional well. And often if it's a water sign not ending up with another water sign, they do end up in that doormat space. Right, exactly. But then it's really nice when you're talking about taking that into action because you're actually creating boundaries around yourself, which is mm -hmm. what I think most Pisces need to do is figure out some emotional boundaries, um, some social boundaries and mm -hmm. tell people how, how oh, you're I allowed to be treated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I tell like eight year olds, I'm like, you can't talk to me that way. I don't allow people to talk to me. That way. <laughs> and that's important. I think people without not boundaries, it's not even sexy. If you don't have boundaries, it's not sexy because mm -hmm. I can't trust you because you don't even know you. And so I'm, I'm liable to walk all over you because you haven't given me safe parameters to operate within. And it's just not mm -hmm. hot. I'm like, have some fucking boundaries, people. It's sexy. <laughs> Might be one of the reasons I've <laughs> shied away from my Piscean partners. Mm -hmm. Because they're not clear with their boundaries? 
Yeah, where they um and this could be more of a Friday fuckery topic. You to walk all yeah, over them. they allow me to walk all over them. It's and then, just not fun though. Yeah, and then I lose respect for them. Because I'm like, uh ah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. You just kinda let me choose everything and even fight back. I mm-hmm. was definitely with that when I dated the Libra. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my feelings walked all over in a very embarrassing way, like for years. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a water sign? No, they're air sign. They're okay. an air sign, but that's a water sign behavior because water, particularly Pisces, is such a people pleaser energy, and they feed off of. That's why people. I have great customer service skills. <laughs> 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 okay, so our last question for today is, what is the one thing you would do to change the world? You know, I really think that there would be a big chain reaction if we just got rid of all of the asphalt and the concrete and everyone was just like back on the earth. Because mm-hmm. like there'd be all these different effects. Like you can't drive as fast. You'd have mm-hmm. to slow the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And... So the world would be more like pedestrian friendly and there'd be more, you know, healthy ecosystems with the trees. And I just feel like it would set off this like chain reaction where we just kind of tone down and come to more of a like natural lifestyle where we're living off the land. So I just think like the physical barrier we've built for ourselves between the earth it could be the least common denominator you know or you mm-hmm. know see this is what i mean this is so fucking pisces you know <laughs> <laughs> while i agree with you that i think earthing is incredibly valuable because it reduces our inflammation it reduces almost every component that leads to premature death it gives you healthy bacteria into your system oh 100 mm-hmm. and it naturally changes your energy you, level yeah, back into it, the rhythms and the cycles the- of earth I'll let you finish. Sorry. So I'm 100% <laughs> with you. It's just the logistics when we start to think about like people with handicaps or disabilities that it becomes so oh my confusing. gosh. Like, are you really want to plan all that out right now? <laughs> this is the shooting for the moon landing on some random ass I mean, star. Figure that out. Everyone would be going slower. There'd be no ramp up to some doctor's office or, oh, there's an elevator. Like, there'd be no more elevators. <laughs> Like, be this no is spirit. my point. You're like, still proving my point. No, we'd all live in like yurts or on the ground, <laughs> you know, like more in like okay. you know, hunter gatherer sort of style. And that's the beauty of Pisces: is if you take away the asphalt and the concrete and the elevators and whatever the fuck else leaves with this crazy plan, <laughs> <The> infrastructure. <laughs> oh Lord, is that you do? At the root of it all, have compassion. So you will still make sure that everyone is cared for and taken care of. Yes, exactly. That's my thing with, can I get, like, the whole thing with Bernie Sanders. Like, people are like, but what about this and what about that? And it's like, dude, we are not going to let that shit fall between the cracks, okay? Like, we (laughs) literally want to take care of everybody. And, like, some shit you have to figure out as you go. So, sorry if you know, you can't answer every single damn question right now. But I mean, I just feel like have a little faith. And this is the Pisces rooting for the Virgo, our Bernie Sanders Virgo. <laughs> He's a Virgo. He's a Virgo. Yes. Good lord. <laughs> so Biden. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for being our Piscean guest. We really appreciated it. We wouldn't have it any other way. With that, bye students. (laughs) Bye class. 
Thanks so much for attending that class with us students. For today's homework, we want everyone to tap into a little bit of that divine energy that the Piscean Neptunian energy brings in and to start a meditation practice. Maybe it's only for a minute a day. Maybe it's a walking meditation and a, or a moving meditation. Maybe you do enjoy sitting quietly. Let's explore some of these ideas and work on quieting our minds so we can speak with the divine. I love that. And as always, complete the circuit by speaking back to the divine as well through prayer. Um, as always, Extra Credit exists. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, or come talk to us. We're your friends. Join us on social <laughs> media on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We look forward to seeing you there. Bye, students. Bye, class.